Hello everyone and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 76 of the Sports Run-On Podcast. And this, we're going to start out this edition by the, of the podcast by talking about the um, NFL preseason. Just talking about the preseason in general and talking about the Monday night game between the New Orleans Saints and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And just the, some of the players I thought that played well during the NFL preseason and some of the teams that I think did not play well and need to really step up their game if they want to be able to move their team forward in the upcoming season. Obviously, and again, take whatever comes to my thoughts on how a team should move forward, take it all with a grain of salt. I attempt to watch every game, but no, I do not. I've not watched every single one of these NFL games. I've not watched every single one of these teams play. So... Do I, do I know a lot about these NFL teams, and have I watched a good amount of them play many times? Yes, but do I, do I, think, that, do, do I think that what I am saying is, is the way they, that, 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 the, that these teams could go and the, the way that these teams should go without a doubt? No, I think that there obviously there are more factors in, obviously, than we see on the surface. So obviously take everything that I say here with a grain of salt. But I do have, I do, based on the games that I have watched, which I've watched at least part of of most of the games that have been played in this preseason, there are some things with teams that I feel like, like fan base-wise and just like, um, really just like goals for the season-wise are that like some teams look like, I think at this point are going to meet them. Some, I think they are going to exceed them. And some that I think are going to, um, there's going to be crucial decisions before the season starts of that is going to be play a big impact on if these teams do make it to this certain place that they're trying to get to. The one that the the person the team that I'm talking about in in the one team that I talk about when I'm like the you're like who are you talking about when it comes to these certain decisions that you have to make it's kind of vague. My, the person I'm talking about whenever it comes to these certain decisions is New Orleans Saints. I have, um, I've wanted for a while, and again, I feel like a lot of you will agree with me. You've wanted for a while about who is going to start for the Saints this season. A lot of people think that it would make sense that, that um, James Winston would start. He's more of a quarterback. He's more of a quarterback type style. He's more of a Drew, and I'd argue definitely more takes him Hill. He's more of a um, Drew Brees style, and obviously. If you know anything about the Saints, you know that Drew Brees obviously was very successful. Like they would, if they, um, Sean Payton, the coach of the Saints, would absolutely, without a doubt, want to replicate what Drew Brees did in New Orleans. Maybe win another Super Bowl than he was able to, but I mean, overall stat-wise and just winning percentage-wise, I think without a doubt that Sean Payton, if he had an option, would definitely want to, would definitely want to, would definitely take the option if he had it to have another Drew Brees. Like Drew Brees was an incredible player. With that said, looking at how that offense runs, as I just said, I think that that did this makes a lot more a lot more sense for this start. James Winston, he's more of a pocket passer, just as Drew Brees was. I think he's a lot, maybe a little bit more mobile, but do I think that he's like insanely more mobile? No, but do I think yeah? Do I think he's a little bit more mobile? Yeah, I do. I do. I think that he definitely has more mobility and more ability to make um. Uh, make plays happen outside the pocket, maybe then maybe more so than like Drew Brees did to say. I think I think he did again. This is my personal opinion. Obviously, Jameis is a different quarterback now than whenever he was in college at Florida State. When he was in college at Florida State, you definitely saw him just like you see most quarterbacks. Obviously, they run more. You see Trevor's and Trevor's a perfect example. The guy they were playing against, Trevor Lawrence, first pick. 
you're obviously going to, since he's number one pick, based off that fact, you're obviously not going to see him run the ball very much unless he absolutely has to. Just based on the fact that the, whenever these quarterbacks run, these are the these are the, the the plays usually whenever these quarterbacks have injury because they either get hit weird, they land weird, or there's something that happens that just like it turns a knee the wrong way, it turns an ankle the wrong way. Like it's just it's something that happens. You know, it usually happens whenever they're a runner because that's where a lot of these injuries happen. With that said. Some of the people that that you could see is from is Michael Vick, RG3, and many others that have been mobile quarterback. Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill, Taysom is a mobile quarterback. If you didn't know, he's the one. He's played quarterback. He's played pretty pretty much every position. It feels like for the New Orleans Saints, and he's the one going up against Jameis Winston right now for their starting spot. At this point, from what I've seen, and I think a lot of people, especially what I've seen online on social media, I definitely think that most people would start Jameis Winston. I mean, he went 9 for 10 for 123 yards and two touchdowns. Taysom Hill went 11 for 20 for 138 and a touchdown. That's crazy because that's Jameis Winston having 12 yards per pass. Like, that's absolutely crazy to see him be able to put up these kind of numbers. And I feel like it would really get these get these um, fans of the Saints stoked up because of the fact... Um, of like how he was able to play in this game, and maybe that they can have a pocket passer somewhat close to Drew Brees yet again in New Orleans, just which is what they all wanted. Now moving over to the other side, we look: Trevor Lawrence, Gardner Minshew, and C.J. Beathard are the quarterbacks on Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence obviously will start; he's number one pick. They draft him for a reason out of Clemson. He played in, played incredible at Clemson; like he played an absolutely f- fantastic game. Against Clem, uh, at Clemson, against all the again winning national championships, like he played very, very well. He went 14 for 23 for 113 yards and no touchdowns or interceptions. C.J. Bether did have two touchdowns, going nine for 14 for 121, and then finally Gardner Minshew went 13 for 21 for 149, but he had an he had an interception, which he was the one who threw the interception on the Jacksonville team. With this said, I think Jacksonville is still years away from being a contender. I think the I think the, the Saints could be one, but I think they're just, starting James Winston is definitely going to be a big factor is if they can actually be a contender this year. There's talk about some con- teams. Speaking of contenders, you're talking about some teams that I think, based on what I've seen, obviously take it with a grain of salt. Not all your starters have started. But what I've seen, like, future-wise and backups-wise, the teams that I think that could literally be playoff-bound, I truly believe this, are... Name a few. The Patriots, I think, have shown they could be playoff bound. The Chiefs, I, the Bills, without a doubt, will be. The Jets, I think, they're a toss up because obviously they were very, very bad last year. I'd say why they would have draft uh, Zach Wilson. I think that so far they've showed they've showed pretty good, and I think Zach Wilson has shown what he can do so far. So I, I probably have pretty good hope if I was a Jets fan. Maybe not playoffs, but definitely better than like, how, then definitely better than how bad they played last year. Dolphins, another team that's on the bubble for a lot of people. I, in my projection, have the Dolphins winning. I have them making the playoffs. I think they're a good enough team to make the playoffs. I think they're, I think they're going to be a wild card. Do I think they'll win their division? I think the Bills have that division on lock. But do I think that they'll get in as a playoff or as a wild card? I mean, yeah, I think so. Ravens, another team that I think will get in as a that as a wild card. I still think at this point the Steelers or Browns are going to win the AFC North. That is my prediction right now. I do think that there's a chance that we see all three of those teams make it into the playoffs. I think that's a completely legitimate possibility. Uh, but Ravens and Steelers, I both think, won't be on making the playoffs this year. The Browns is my question mark. Titans, I think so. If their defense shows up, they could be a Super Bowl contender. That's another hot take of mine. 
I think they're good enough. They make it. I think the. Pa- I mean, they're gonna have to have at least a decent passing game, but I think their run game, without a doubt, is good enough. If you base it off the run, I think they're definitely good enough to be able to compete for a Super Bowl. Uh, Texans and Cowboys. I don't know if the Texans are a. I don't think the Cowboys are playoff. And I don't really think the Texans are either. They have. They also have more question marks with Sean Watson and the assault and the uh, charges that have been put against him in over over the last couple months. Uh, Colts, they're another team that's on the bubble. We're going to have to see how they play throughout the season. Quarterback-wise, it's going to be interesting to see if they can make the playoffs. Raiders and Rams, I don't know how have either of them making the playoffs. And I have the Seahawks being a wild-card team in that Broncos-Seahawks game. Browns, obviously, as I said, and my hot take for this year, because everybody's like, who's that team that you're like, nobody's going to pick to make the playoffs, but I legitimately think even after a bad season, they can make it. San Francisco 49ers, without a doubt. I think Trey Lance is the real deal. I watched this game that he played against the Chargers. I think the dude's the real deal. Again, I know he was not playing against all starters. If he was playing against, and they only they were only able to beat them by fit by five points. Yes, I compl- I'm with you on all that. But do I think that he is the real deal quarterback wise from what he's shown? Yes. And do I think he can get the 49ers to a wild card spot? Maybe I don't think they'll win the NFC West, but do I think he can get them to a, a wild card spot to just give them a, a chance to fight the NFL playoffs and just give them a chance to maybe squeak out a win? Yes, I think he, they're my hot take, and I really do think the 49ers have a chance of making the playoffs. Now about hopping um, back to college football as the ACC Big Ten and Pac-12 Alliance. So I'm just going to talk about some questions. Obviously, there's not a lot that is set in stone. The commissioners of the Big Ten, Pac-12, and ACC made official Tuesday and knowing an allowance between the three leagues, but they've offered little else in the way of concrete plans. So obviously, I'm, getting, I'm just going to tell you some of the speculations right now as there are not many concrete plans. Kevin Warren, George Klavoff, and Jim Phillips taking, talking extensively about the trust building and protecting the future of college athletes. Offer, but, but, but Tuesday's announcement did not offer a clear path forward for scheduling realignment or college football playoff expansion. You're like, Evan, you're like, what does this mean? Like, well, like, what does this mean? What this means is that they're talking about joining these. The talk right now is to make a first of super teams in the NFL and NBA where superstars come together. Now it's looking like there may be super conferences where you have multiple conferences from before come together to form one. I mean, and then obviously, like, what are the goals of the alliance of having what? What are the what? Like, how would how would this help us? Like, going forward, the is the buzz the buzzword defined by the entirety of this announcement was was um, stability. While it included a hefty dose of like rhetoric from scheduling plans to big picture aims to plotting the fate of like what they want their collegiate model to look like in a whole, just like well, how they want to represent themselves. There's a lot of stuff that's fuzzy there, and like really still up in the air. And the bigger issue of this stability of the collegiate model is the lack of national guidelines on name, image, and likeness. NIL, if you didn't know, it now this season you have people, you have college guys signing deals just like the pro guys. We had many different people. You had everybody from women's basketball players to just um, to um, to um, like like women's basketball players who had followings on TikTok to um, quarterbacks of Auburn to say Bo Nix. He signed one with Tito's. Like they're. You're having a lot of different people, um, just like you're. You're having a lot of different, a lot of different people get these th- get these um, these deals because based on either if they're hometown deals or just whatever deal they may be. You may ask, what about what about the cross conference scheduling? Like, is that going to work? Like, how would that work? It's clearly the ultimate goal. They're kind of bullish on scheduling as it elevates the national profile of all of our teams. 
by playing coast to coast. Obviously, these conferences are not exactly near each other because, I mean, they actually could be farther away because you take, I mean, take Oregon, for example. You have Oregon, and if they go with the ACC, that you could have Oregon playing Maryland. That is the exactly as far away. That is one of the farthest places you can go to play um, somebody, and that's funny. Like we thought, the big we thought the Big Twelve was a long trip having West Virginia go to play the Texas teams, such as Texas Tech and Baylor. And now we're looking like there's a chance that we could have we could have Oregon having to fly to play Maryland. Like that's that's insane, even by the Big Twelve standards. And and like and and then the the last question we're gonna be talking. It's just crazy to think about how this. And obviously there aren't many. Um, Definites that I can give you. As I said, we are really at the beginning stages of this. They they made sure to make that known. And are the conferences aligned for playoff expansion? I mentioned playoff expansion before, if you heard me. And playoff expansion meaning the fact of going from 4 to 8 or tw- even 12 teams. Most coaches really don't like this. They don't think there are 12 teams good enough. They don't think that if you're outside the top 10, you deserve to be there. They, they Some people don't even think if you're outside the top 5, you deserve to be there, which is why they're happy with where we currently are. I am okay with a um, with an 18 playoff. I think that it is good, that it could help them. Um, I think that it could help because I think some teams get. Um, ju- I think four teams is a. En- I think four teams. If you have that few teams, it plays even harder into the bias, the SEC bias, as they say, where SEC teams get the benefit of that because they play harder conferences. I I agree with the SEC bias in some cases. In some cases, I don't think it's there. It just depends on what the specific circumstances. But with this all said, there's nothing in certainty. There's just a lot of look to see maybe see if an eight or twelve team college football playoff instead of a four team will be possible in the next five to ten years. Obviously, this will not be happening in the next couple years. Like this is a multi-year work in progress, to say the least. With that said, this wraps up season two, episode seventy-six of the Sports Run On podcast.